This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Interesting. A lot of small spreads this week around the NFL. Doesn't necessarily mean they're good games, just that the spreads are small. We'll start in the go ahead and start in the uh, in the NFC South. Saints at five and five would be in the playoffs right now, which is weird to say. Again, a five hundred team, although I think we all saw that coming with as terrible as the NFC South is. At the Falcons, who are four and six, New Orleans minus one hundred five, Atlanta minus one fifteen. The Falcons favored by one. Your total of forty two. A chance for the Saints to take over the NFC South or at least have a better hold on it and a better chance for the Falcons to actually jump up and then be a threat to win that division. Who do we like? We'll see now if you look at the BetMGM line, that that thing is flipped. Now the Saints are favored by one and a half. That tells you I'm staying away from this game, right? This is one of those games where it's kind of like, hey, whichever way the wind blows, and I don't want my money to blow in the wind. So I, I can't I can't gauge the spread. Let's go ahead and take that off the table because that's just too close. The money line, maybe I might be tempted to take the Falcons saying maybe the Falcons could pull the upside and I can get plus money. Even the total at 41 and a half, you're kind of like, oh gosh, this like like these guys are good who set these pace things. So if there's any play, it would be the risk to say that you believe that Atlanta wins the game. And it's only, you know, and it, and, it, and you can get plus money just just ahead, just to skosh past even money. So that would be my play if that's a play to think about. It would be the Falcons to win out on the money line at plus 105. Yeah, it's definitely a tough game. And that line flipped a point and a half, actually two and a half points. Because when I typed this in yesterday morning, Atlanta was minus one. And now, as you said, it's flipped to the Saints. Desmond Ritter starting for Atlanta in that one. All right, Steelers, Bengals. A couple weeks ago, you would have said, oh, boy, this is going to be a great game. Now you have the Steelers who have just been meh, have been outgained in, what, nine of ten, if not all ten of their games so far this year. They get rid of their offensive coordinator, but they still have Kenny Pickett as their quarterback, so I'm not sure how much is going to change. Taking on the Bengals, who unfortunately – Tough blow for all NFL fans. Joe Burrow out for the year with that wrist injury. Steelers favoring this one by a point and a half on the road. Total of an Iowa-Nebraska-like 35 and a half in an NFL game. And there are some low totals. That's not even the lowest of the week. There's some low totals this week. (laughs) Yeah. Do you like this one, KJ? Do you like Steelers? Do you like Bengals? Is this just a... Hey, I'm gonna stay away, and it's just gonna be like, like looking at a car wreck where you don't want to watch, but you can't turn away from it. It's a car wreck. I might watch a little bit. I I would stay away from the game personally, but if there was an angle, is that you know Pittsburgh is now clearly established that they have a two-headed running, a two-headed monster at the running game, and I think that bodes well for keeping the ball out of Kenny Pickett's hands, or at least having him throw a forward pass, and two. 
it'll keep the Bengals on the off the field longer. So that way, when they put in their backup quarterback, you can now put them in a situation where they're going to have to lean on his arm. So I would lean Pittsburgh minus the one and a half, just because I believe they'll be able to effectively get the running game going ball control. it will be ugly. And if I put something next to that, I would probably put the under 35 and a half just because the game is going to be slowed way down because of the quarterback play. It's unbelievable that 35 and a half. And it's like, yeah, the, the under, and you know what? You'd be hard. Pre- I, I would be with you on that as well. I just look at this and go, this could be like a 20 to 10, 20 to 13 type of game. And that gets you comfortably under that number there. All right. You want to talk about another train wreck game, Panthers one and nine at the Titans three and seven. Mike Vrabel of Tennessee has been told he's safe beyond this season. So that's good news for them. Tennessee in this game, minus three and a half, another low total of just 36 and a half. I mean, this game is another one where you just go, ay, 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 why would I even tune into this one and nine at three and seven? Yeah, maybe the props you would play probably would be uh, turnovers or interceptions on Bryce Young. Maybe that's what you play, but I would take Tennessee in the three and a half just because I think they'll have an opportunity at a short field. But my goodness, even a short field for Tennessee's offense can still seem like miles. So, look, because this is a betting show and we got to give at least an opinion of what we think is on the game, this is another game I would stay away from. But the angle that I would play is expect a Carolina Panthers turnover in an area that will shorten the field and that Derrick Henry can probably bust one out for a big gain. I could see Derrick Henry probably hitting his over prop in this game. Um, well, actually, the under prop, because with the turnovers, there won't be as much field to travel. So I, I like I like Tennessee in the three and a half um, just because Carolina is just that bad offensively. Derrick Henry has not had a Derrick Henry type year. And a lot of that goes to the poor quarterback play of Tennessee. A lot of it goes to you wonder if just the mileage has finally caught up to him because, of course, he's been such a workhorse his entire career that I think the tread may be finally wearing thin on on those tires for Derrick Henry. All right. Buccaneers, four and six at the Colts, five and five. Tampa Bay, plus 115 on the money line. Indy. Minus 140, the line at two and a half, the total at 44. It's actually ticked up a little bit now, 44 and a half, Mm -hmm. which is pretty standard for an NFL game. Buccaneers need this one if they're going to stay relevant in the NFC South. The Colts need this one if they have any hope of even making some sort of run towards the AFC wild card. I don't think they can catch Jacksonville in the division. Obviously, mathematically, they can't. I just don't think they're good enough to do it. Who do we like in this one? Is it a more desperate Tampa Bay team on the road or the Colts? Jonathan Taylor back in the fold. He's been running well lately. Who do we like here in this one? Is it a total? Is it a side? Where are you on it? I like how the Colts have been playing. Um, You almost feel like this is the result maybe even a little bit better than they would have gotten if if Richardson had not gone down with the season-ending injury. So, I like the Colts, and I like the over, right? The the Colts have shown you that they can get in a shootout. Gardner Minshew can can navigate them through shootouts, and they've been in a few of them. So the Bucs, look, they're just this enigma that, you know, that's just really anything NFC South. And so the desperation of it, I don't think will be enough for them to cover 
the two and a half. So I, I like Colts to win the cover to two and a half. I don't see that much. There's a little bit of value on the money line, but I do like the over 44 and a half. I, I think you'll get some points up on the board. You will see the receivers for the Bucks be able to flex their muscle a bit. But I think the culture just—they've just got a little bit more togetherness in terms of what they're putting on the field right now. And you look at the Colts. I mean, their schedule—if you figure they beat Tampa Bay—and I think I'm with you. I, I have the Colts winning this one. So then they get to six and five. They're at the Titans, which again, it's always tough to go on the road, and that's always a big rivalry game. But the Colts seem to do well against Tennessee. At the Bengals, which, again, a week and a half ago, you would have said, oh, that's not going to go well for them. Now, right. that's probably going to be a line that's pretty much even. Home right. to the Steelers, at the Falcons, and then Raiders and Texans to finish out. I mean, there might be nine or ten wins for this team before it's all said and done. That's going to have you right on the edge of the playoff line. Think about what I'm about to say. This is going to be fascinating when you think about how the season is going. The last game of the season between the Colts and the Texans could determine who gets the last wild card spot. Like who would who would have thunk it? So yeah, the Colts. Here, here's what they've done: they've won the games that you didn't think they were supposed to win, and they've won the games that you thought that they should be in. And even when the season started here, you know, obviously from a Patriots perspective, I even thought, well, all things considered, that the Colts were going to be a problem for the Patriots just because of what Anthony Richardson would be able to do. But now with Gardner Minshew, who's been in this role probably two or three times, now feels like, okay, he knows what it takes to get this team through three quarters effectively. And if the game is in the balance, he can deliver for you. You know, that's why I think that's probably the difference between him and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's done it a couple times, but Gardner Minshew has had to do this like on call. So like literally he's the permanent interim guy right now that you might it it would be fascinating to see the Colts potentially playing the Texans where the backup quarterback of one team has been the quarterback the whole year and a rookie of the other team with a team that was just an absolute despot situation 2 years ago are now fighting for a playoff spot. You can't say that you don't love this game and that's why it's so perfect to to match gambling with it. It's cuz you the, the chances it's better than rolling the dice sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. All right, real quick, we want to get to this last one. we got about 90 seconds. Patriots, 2-8 and eight at the Giants, 3-8. and eight. And here's your total, 34. 34. 34. What are your Patriots going to do? How long is Mac Jones going to stick around in this one? Bailey, Zabby, who, who are they going to rotate? Are these going to have all three of their quarterbacks take a snap at some point and Belichick will just be like, Hmm, that guy looked good enough handing off to Stevenson. We'll keep him in the game because that's about all they can do on offense. I've never heard in the history of the Patriots, at least in the last 20 years, probably not since the Mark Wilson days, where they say we won't announce the starter until Sunday morning. So even right now, as we speak, the announce, it has not been announced who the starting quarterback is. So A, that tells you what they think about Mac Jones. I think what you need to watch for would be is Malik Cunningham activated for the game when they released the t- if if he's activated for the game he may very well be the quarterback with all that said take the under of 34 for a historically low game and <laughs> they saw both of them <laughs> you are not trusting tommy devito 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.